Welcome to Manifesting 101, the podcast. I'm Kimberly Fitton, everyone's favorite mind shift mentor, shifting your mindset in the big five areas, mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, and emotionally. Um, we are breaking things down, may all things manifestation down. So it can forever be broken. You can find out more about me at KimberlyFitton.com. I'm on all social media platforms. Sometimes I be posting foolishness, y'all. So like, you might want to know the difference between my public figure page and my personal page. Like, some of you guys be sending me friend requests there. It will not get accepted on my personal page because that's where the foolishness happens. Now there's there's a bunch of wisdom, but the foolishness happens there. And so like, um. I know there's a lot of talk about No, that's why I haven't accepted that friend, <laughs> that friend request. Plus, it's public anyway, so we ain't got to be friends for you to see. Um, and while I'm off on that tangent, happy Friday, y'all. You made it. Um, this week went by super quick. Um, I'm doing an activity today, an activation um, for anxiety, uh, for worry, for stress, for all the things it has worked. You guys know if I haven't applied it, I don't talk about it. I don't teach it. I do it. Then I teach it. I apply it. Then I talk about it. And then I put a little stank on it to make it better for y'all. So I'm really excited to do that. Um, we have to open up with 17 seconds of gratitude and my gratitude is just for my glow up. Um, I'm 44. Um, sometimes I have to remind myself I'm 44 because I look better at 44 than I did at 21. And I have the pictures to prove it. If y'all don't believe me, ask me, ask me, hit me up in the DM, hit me up in the email and I will send you the picture proof that will let y'all know life it wasn't always sweet. Um, I remember like at 21 wearing this, <laughs> I got the picture. Ooh, it was too funny. So I was like huge, um, really huge. And weight wise, just making unhealthy choices. It would be different if I was making healthy choices and I was thick. Um, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm lying. I wasn't thick. I was morbidly obese. So, um, and there's no guilt or shame. Like wherever you are, you're happy with your body. Cool. I'm talking about for me. So I was wearing, you know, like my decisions were, I was going to food for, um, peace for just, um, when I was feeling bad, it was just my go-to food was the cure-all. And when I celebrated, I ate, I rewarded myself with food, um, which, you know, there is no balance with that. And so when things aren't balanced, um, it begins to impact you. Right. And you know that what you eat really messes with your, um, overall like health, just your brain health, um, even mental clarity, right. Um, the bone, how like all that, as you get older, you really begin to feel it. So just as a side note, I know when my body is sick of me, um, and the way I'm treating my temple, right? So my bones will start to move a little bit different, sound a little bit different, get sluggish and I'll know, okay, well, the first thing I ask myself, okay, what's going on? And the next thing after that is, okay, what have you been eating? And I often find for me when I'm, my body can't take uh, bread anymore. Um, the gluten is not its friend. Um, 
my body has has been rejected uh dairy like i'd be trying to ignore it though because if you guys don't know anything about me like ice cream that's the jam um i think i have ice cream twice a year and when i have it it's got to be a certain amount if i go overboard you guarantee the next day if i'm lucky um <laughs> it's it's not sweet at all and so your body once you get in relationship with it right really learn and get in tune with it it will tell you what it won't take anymore so in my 20s I wasn't listening to nothing um so the circumference of my waist told me you know what if you're not gonna listen to your body then you're gonna listen to this waist you know if you're not gonna listen and all the other ways you're trying to tell you catch this over here so I wore this orange pantsuit. I was getting ready. Like I was dating this one guy and I really wanted to impress him because he was like a preacher. And I was like, okay, I wanted to show him that I can dress. So I wore this orange, um, <laughs> I wore this orange, uh, skirt and, you know, suit set and the shoes were super dope and the stockings were super dope yeah y'all y'all know he was apostolic so you got to put on some stockings you got to have a girdle um you got to be all together and we took this picture together looking crazy looking like a 50 year old couple i was 21 and i believe like he was 19 don't you know like i didn't know he acted a lot older I didn't really check on his age. It was the last thing I asked about because he was always acting grown. So I just didn't pay. You know what? I'm not, you know, no judgment. I was 21. It ain't that bad. He wasn't in high school. Anyway, I I thought we were doing it in that picture. I look like Charlie Brown and the Great Pumpkin. The Great Pumpkin from Charlie Brown. Um, Had the worst glue in weave. No part like it was just really bad. And I remember the sun in that picture. You can see the sun beating down on my forehead. It was hot. I was melting. Um, I was 21 in that picture and I, it aged me significantly. Um, I wasn't aware of just how deficient I was in my mental area of my big five, right? I didn't understand that. And because I didn't understand that, like I was always super down on myself and so my 17 seconds of gratitude today, giving all of that context, right, in history is I'm really so glad that at 44, I can appreciate all that I am and show up as all that I am and all that I am becoming. I'm going to wear the shorts. I remember like two summers ago, I told myself like, we're not, we're not being hot anymore okay like it's too hot for you to be wearing these jeans in a hundred degree weather because you don't want to show your legs and the reason why I didn't want to show my legs is because I was like oh my god these cottage cheese thighs these you know I was just talking down about myself and I would say oh, I just need to lose a bit a little bit more weight first before I do that and then I'm two years ago through this thought like and if you don't lose any more weight what's wrong with you oh nothing I'm gonna wear these shorts and I'm not wearing them for nobody else. I'm wearing them for me. I'm going to be comfortable. And I bought all the shorts, y'all. I really did my thing. A friend of mine, my friend Andrea called them pom-pom shorts. She's like, I see you got your pom-pom uh, shorts on. She just messaged me that uh, this morning. Anyway, I began to like enjoy it. I wore tanks. Um, and before that, I didn't do that because of my arms. And I'm, I was just so sick of talking to my body like I didn't love it. 
so sick of disrespecting my body like it wasn't working hard for me every day. Because I'm going to tell you, I don't know what it's like to carry me every day. I don't know what it's like to walk me around every day. And so I give thanks. I give deep gratitude. I'm, I'm just so super thankful for my journey of becoming all that I am and just all that it takes my body to do and what it does for me. And I honor it. I honor and give thanks for all that it does with what I say about it, what I think about it, what I ingest. I'm really grateful that I don't have to hide anymore. That I'm learning that me showing up is enough. And I'm grateful for that. So, As always, we did way more than 17 seconds of gratitude. I hope you find a point to thank your body for all that it does for you on the daily, on the hourly, by minute, by second. Like, legit. Clap it up for your body. Even to clap it up, you've got to thank your hands. Give praise to the temple that cre- that is created for you and that this temple is where the divine resides. And so I give thanks for this fleshly home. And I'm, I'm so grateful for you. So shout out. I got to give this shout out to the PhD diva. Uh, she hit me up on Instagram, the good doctor. A manifestation testimony where she had written in her manifestation journal that she wanted to get a job that would have her move back to Georgia. Um, she has been a traveling nurse and just road weary, and so she wrote down her intentions and messaged me yesterday. And shared her manifestation testimony that she, indeed, her desire manifested in the 3D. Um, She believed, she wrote down her intentions, she reaffirmed her intentions, and it manifested. So that's some encouragement. Thank you so very much for sharing your testimony with me. What's the next thing that you'll manifest? Because now you know it works. If you didn't know before, you know it works. And so that's super dope. Shout out to Jessica. Uh, Started her mentorship and is gung-ho about it. Brandy, shout out to you. To all my mentees um, that are doing the work, congratulations to you. I'm super proud of you. And to my Manifesting 101 family, all the work that you guys are doing, sharing it, um, sharing the podcast, doing all the things. The numbers climb weekly, daily, to be honest. And I'm always amazed and great, super grateful for it. So shout out to you guys. I want to talk about Um, for my journey today, a little bit about, um, my, uh, struggles with anxiety and depression. And I want to make sure I say this, God is okay with you sitting on the comfy couch. Like he gifts these therapists, um, psychologists, psychiatrists, whoever you're seeing, he gifts them. Like he gives them spiritual gifts as well to deal and to help navigate. So that all, that whole like legalistic and religious thing where take it to Jesus and leave it there and you should be okay or just pray about it. Like that ain't that, you know, this ain't that. So go where you're led. And for those of you that are listening that you are powerful to disagree. Like, I don't care. Like we have a lot of people in the faith, 
that are deciding to check out of this earth because of just pray about it. I was praying all the time, to be honest, and still, and this is a trigger warning, you know, so if you have kids listening, um, if you struggled with suicidal ideation, you may want to come back to this later or skip this episode altogether, right? I would leave church. I mean, the last attempt, um, suicidal ideation, uh, episode that I had, I just left church. I was praying for people. I led praise and worship. I was like legit helping people in the trenches. It was a great sermon. And yet I still sat in my garage with full intentions of sleeping my sleeping myself into the next realm. I just wanted to leave the car running and decided that's what I was going to do. For those of you who don't know my story, my um daughter that I had, that I adopted was the one who opened the door and was like, "Mom, what you doing out here?" And she never never after she went in the house, she never came back and and checked in on anything. She would go straight to bed. And so I was like, cool, you know, like I got the, I, that was, that was the last um, time that I had purpose to check out of this earth. However, there was a long season of cutting that I had because I just didn't know what to do with the pain. <clears throat> I felt like I was weak um, for not being able to feel differently. I felt like there was something wrong with me um, and in black culture, you just don't talk about it. It wasn't, it's still not a safe space now. It's safer now than it was for me then. Now I don't care. And I make sure that I, I create a space where people can feel safe all the time. Because I realize that in every room, I could be dealing with a me. Right? There could be someone that has the same struggles that I have. Um, and my testimony can assist them. Right? So... It just wasn't a space where I could talk to anybody and tell them, like, I don't feel like getting out of bed. Like, I in my head, I know I have stuff to do. And then I just can't muster up the strength. I feel trapped in my body. I feel that there's no motivation. I feel like there's no hope. I'm feeling hopeless. Like, there was no one to say help to. And I remember my mom's generation, right? Um, I don't even know if my mom would be considered baby boomer. So let's say that she is considered baby boomer. When I would tell her that I was depressed, she was like, how are you doing? I was like, I'm feeling a little depressed. She was like, oh, don't worry. Be happy. You know, she think about it. Like she didn't have any options. Like what was her, what were her options? So she was just passing along what she did to deal. Right. So anyway, the cutting, like, on this spiritual journey, this last seven years, eight years, these things were taken care of. These feelings of anxiety. I remember when I first um, started affirming and knowing that I needed to do something different, I would have anxiety attacks so bad in the shower that I thought I was having a heart attack. Like my breath, like it was just too much. And I didn't know what an anxiety attack was. Um, and I would, I ended up on the floor of the tub, um, just bent over, just praying like, oh my gosh, what's going on with my body? What's going on with my mind? And then as I begin to do that mind work, 
I realized what was happening when I would have the panic attacks. I would be thinking about all of the things that hadn't been handled, that I needed to be handled, the, the debt that I was under, the lack of promotion in my life and wondering like, how was I going to get out of these situations? And that would cause angst. And my body holds the record. Our body holds the record. And so in this journey, I learned about meditation. And I learned balancing breath. I learned how to thicken my corpus callosum. I learned how to take an anchoring thought and shut down my mind. And all of these things I thought were just things I stumbled upon, but I realized that this journey, the the Lord was taking me to places that would be tools. I would put in my toolkit for when I'm faced with anxiety, depression, so on and so forth. Um, the therapy definitely assisted too, because I learned I wasn't alone. And that takes me to today's activation. So anxiety... And worry, especially when you struggle with perfectionism, it can get in the way of what it is that you desire to be manifested because you can't see it because you're preoccupied with the 3D. That's what makes you anxious. Your bliss is in the present. Fear, stress, anxiety is in the past and the future. So living in tomorrow and worrying about tomorrow, even the Bible says, take no thought what you should do with, with tomorrow. Like don't be in today because I got it covered. And so one of the scriptures that I like to repeat is Psalms 46 and 10. Um, I've used this as, I use it as a meditative tool. I actually first heard about it from Mike Parsons. And he was doing this in in supernatural activations, just how to abide in the rest of God. Um, and I realized that he heard it from somebody else. Um, so I was reading this book called The um, Accidental Millionaire, Intentional Millionaire. I, I'm so sorry, guys. I don't. If you got the newsletter for this month, then it's in there. Um <laughs> That was one of the tips that was given in the book. And I'm like, this book is not recent. You know, it's, it's mad aged. So I was like, oh my God, these, it was just another revelation for me because Mike Parsons is really on that. Like he teaches about the word and how to tap into the supernatural powers um, gifted to us by heaven, right? So he's on a different track. The person writing this book though, that he got it from and who knows who they got it from, um, probably the word, right? They, they tried it. Um, is teaching something else, right? You know, like it, it, it all aligns. I guess I'm trying to say that I know, I know what breadcrumbs look like. And when I find like an aha, and so when I found it first by Mike Parsons and listened to his activation, I, and, uh, did the meditation. I was like, man, this is mad peaceful. This is great. But I was only looking at it through the lens of operating in the rest of God separately, like siloed instead of as a whole. And so I never used it when I had anxious moments. When I read it in the book, I decided to practice it from a meditative stance when I felt 
anxious, worry, stress. When I felt um, that I wasn't equipped for the next mission given to me in this life. And I remember when I tried it as a meditative, like true meditative form for these anxious moments. I forgot where I was. I felt like I I was light as a feather. I felt peace throughout my whole home. And when I would do it in my office space, it, it was just a different vibe altogether. So Psalms 46 and 10 is be still and know that I am God. Remember that the God force within us draws all things to us and allows his glory to flow out of us, right? We're operating as spirit beings. In order to operate as spirit beings, though, and in full authority, we need to be conscious of our minds and if we are resting in the mind of Christ. Be still and know that I am God puts the onus on the God force within you to write all things. So I'm going to just do the activation. I'm going to say the words. And you can feel free to listen to this as many times as you need to. You don't even need to say this out loud when you're going through anxious moments. Let it run in your mind and let it be your anchor thought. Let it be the anchor so when your mind wanders and begins to think contrary thoughts, let the anchor be, be still and know that I am God. This is God. This is a God force within. This is his job to correct. The dominion of the God force, the dominion with, given to me by my inheritance of being aligned with Godhead. The supernatural power of the God force within me is, is in rulership. And so all is well. So, you ready? Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Take the next inhale and picture the the inhale like you're taking sucking up all the air that's inside like on the inside from the bottom of your toes to the top of your head it's taking filling all the capacity of your lung ready take some more air take some more air expand take some more air exhale don't force it out just let it fall out don't force it out. Just let it fall out. Be still. And know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Be still. And know that I am God. Be still 
Be still. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. I am God. Be still. Be still and know that I am God. I am God. Be still. Be still. Be still and know. Know that I am God. I am God. I am God. Be still and know that I am God. All is well. It is so, and it can never be otherwise. You can begin to open your eyes. You can rewind it, replay it. When you are saying, be still, picture the part of your body that you want to be still. Like, so for the mind, picture saying be still to the mind like picture your hand on your mind you can place your hand on your mind place it on your heart whatever area of discomfort in your body has been produced by the angst be still be still come come now all is well my name is Kimberly Finn it has been my joy to share space with you guys thank you for being part of the Manifesting 101 family I hope you enjoy your weekend. Whenever you're listening to this, I hope you understand that you are the magic. Wherever you take yourself today, wherever you allow your funky feet to land, when you step up in the place, wherever you go, whatever you do, please do not forget to be great. Be well, you guys.